Hi. And welcome, folks. It's been a, uh, wow. I, I can honestly say, starting this intro up, I'm, I'm getting a little emotional. I, I, I was protecting my heart this whole time. I think the past coming weeks have been, uh, kind of like the, the culmination that this is actually happening and the leader to lead us through these trying times and our annual kickoff pod is here with us today. Andrew Bennett, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing, Alan? I'm good, man. It feels, uh, yeah, it feels great to be doing our now third, kicking off our, I know we have some technical issues, but really what I consider to be the third season of the pod, and this is the third kickoff. You kind of like, you're always the first interview of the season, and uh, here we are again, round three. Kind of amazing. There's only one way to start the official fantasy season, right? And it's me and you shooting shit. So that is the I, truth. I couldn't be happier to be here. I know. And kind of walk me through, uh, I mean, what was your kind of state going into the draft? I mean, were you were you always like, this is going to happen for sure? Was there any time where you were in your dark days? What, what was your kind of thought process as the COVID raged on and the draft was approaching? Yeah, there were some up and downs there, and even past the draft, right? I, I think they did a nice job pulling the draft off, but then, you know, actually getting through, you know, the post-draft and, and what is normally the activities that follow there was the dicey part in my mind, right? Yep. Up, up until training camp actually started. But I, I think the NFL's done a nice job, at least it sounds like, right, with testing and, and minimizing the number of positive cases, so... I am a little bit optimistic right now, but that could all change once kickoff happens week one, right? Yeah, that is the truth, but agreed. I, uh, it does seem to be, I was expecting a few more, like, Jaguars report their cornerbacks are out for a week, or, you know, like, I expected a more, like, yeah, positive cases, and it seems to be, yeah, they're keeping the testing down, or the testing up and the cases down, and, uh... So, yeah, it's like, been very yeah. promising. I mean, you saw, you, you watch what happens with, like, the MLB, right? And totally. then training camp starts, and you're like, there's no way in hell that the NFL makes it through this, but surprisingly, it's been, you know, okay. Yeah. But I, I, it, all it takes is, like you said, one, one quarterback room to get a positive test, and, and a team is shot, right? Yeah. At least that's what I think. At this point, I mean, it's it'll definitely be... Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch. But ultimately, I think the most important thing is that we are going to have what appears to be about as normal a draft, given the circumstances, that I think anyone could have expected, right? I think so. From, from our standpoint, it should be pretty seamless. So I'm very excited to get through the next three days of work and bullshit and then just act like children with 12 other people for I know it's been. I think this draft will be particularly special, if only because we have all twelve members. So that's great. That's always. I think that's back to back years, right? That so, we've had all twelve. Well, that was a question I had. So is everybody coming? Right? Nobody answered me the other day. So we're gonna have a nice lesson about answering the question <laughs> when he asks you a question in the group chat. I gotta say to call out a Bill Stevenson. So. Um, <laughs> 
Bill has been MIA. Just I to... give Bill credit, though. Bill comes out of the woodwork when there's very important things to be worked on behind the scenes. So, Bill, there's your credit. Great point. But hopefully we'll see you in a few days here. No, I do have confirmation. I texted Bill because I was getting a little nervous. Um, but, yes, I have... Uh, con- confirmation that all 12 league owners will be present again two years in a row which is really when you think of it kind of stunning I mean I don't know I really implore folks to soak it all in because I don't know how many years we can keep getting all 12 league owners here especially over Labor Day it's been it's been really uh, heartwarming to see the discipline and the commitment from our league owners I agree it's uh it's a good side of, of this group for sure. So um, yeah, I'm excited that we have another full group. It's it's always fun to do it with everybody there. Um, but I think doing it online is going to be refreshing for people. I think a, a handful didn't agree with the live in person draft last year. I yeah, I heard that. What about, what was your opinion on the live draft? I liked it. I, I did I too cool to mix it up and, and do it that way right? we probably could have been a little more efficient which is probably what um, drew people away from it so I think we, we could have certainly done it again and done a few things differently and, and been fine but um, yeah there is what it is you gotta you got please the people Alec that's the truth the I want an online draft yeah and one thing that I really will miss about was a great, great, and I think people are really going to miss this when uh, we don't have it, is having all of the teams readily available on, like, a visual was great. Like, how many conversations would people, like, you'd be just be walking through the house, and, like, someone would be staring at their team, and you would, like, be like, oh, what, what's going on? And you, it was so great to have, like, I, pr- I probably, like, uncorked 12 different opinions on Joe Lister's team because he had Devonta Freeman and Todd Gurley. And I was like, that's so dumb. And then I would come back around and be like, actually, I like it. Um, that's a big miss. And I think that, like, the live draft experience is worse, but I think people didn't est- or underestimated the post-live draft bulletin board, which I think was a big win, the biggest win. That's a great point. And the fact that, you know, we... We got up, we drafted right away on Friday, and then to your point, you were just staring at it for three days. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that was a great piece of it, but um, don't uh, get too upset because I got something in my back pocket for you there. Oh, I knew you would. I was just about to say, what does the commit? You are always a good for a couple little goodies. Always. I gotta, I gotta deliver, you know, admittedly, a little disconnected this offseason. I got to make a lot of progress in the next 24 hours if I'm going to deliver on these content fronts that I'm normally good for. But, um, you know, we'll have a few goodies for you. Well, that is, yeah, that's delightful to hear. Your your goodie bag drop um, is always an absolute highlight of the, uh, of the trip. And I got to say, too, now that we've been doing this for several years, I kind of like that these like traditions are starting to occur, you know, organically, uh, little like little things that each league owner is bringing to the table, and it, man, I love it. I I'm already looking forward. Gertz has got a little surpriser. That's good. I was gonna say as long as I don't get another book from Gertz, I'll be fine. I still have I, I stare at it, but I haven't read that damn thing yet. Because, yeah. You know, maybe I want to trade with you this year. Hey, I. Uh, 
We will see. I uh, I think I really am approaching this year like the last dance. There might be some internal struggles on the scuttlebutt side. Uh, I don't know if we'll be the same team next year, so we're going to give it one more ride and go for glory. But, yeah, I'm uh, thrilled to uh, to be doing it. And what are your thoughts on uh, San Diego, the venue? Has, have you uh, have had any thoughts around that? I am excited. I, I think it's a good spot. Um, you know, we've been talking in a couple different offline groups throughout the past couple weeks that have gotten me a little excited. So I'm uh, I'm anxious to see what we, you know, we're right on the beach, it looks like. So that's always a plus. And then if we could find a couple things to, uh, you know, go check out and hang out, um, socially distant, of course. Yeah. Because, you know. Got to stay safe. But we... Got to stay safe, man. It'll, it'll be good. I'm, I'm excited, though. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm just looking at the weather right now for folks. We oh, have the weather looks perfect. Just delight. 74, 77, 80, 81. Uh, that's the Thursday through Sunday forecast. All sunny. I mean, I it's going to be just splendid out there. Um, and, and it makes me think, too. I mean, Bennett, I even distinctly remember. Lit- I actually literally remember this is us walking... Um, down from the Charleston house and saying, man, it's going to be tough to go away from the beach beach draft after this. And we, we, we tried Scottsdale. Scottsdale was a ton of fun. Um, but there's just something something special about a beach and a, and a fantasy football draft. I, I was thinking about the exact conversation the other day because, you know, it, we had so much fun in Charleston, I think. And, um, yeah, I did. It's going to be hard to to go away from the, the warm weather, the beach, the pool. I don't know about the pool. We, we did a number in Scottsdale. But um, <laughs> the, the beach is good because you don't have to maintain it. That is true. You don't have to work. Yep. I A uh, lot less liability with a, with a, yeah, with a big old ocean than a, than a lake or than a pool for sure. But um, well, also, Bennett, I'm curious, uh, are there any – I know we have you have some big news. Speaking of kind of like you know last year, this year, I, we got some big news coming on the rules front. I thought this would be the perfect platform to kind of unveil the results. I know you've already been getting some some uh, chirps from the group me. So kind of run me through the rule changes. What should we expect in this twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one fantasy football year? Let's let's dive in, Chris. Please listen, Chris. Um, First off, I only got 10 responses, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think we're a majority already on most of these. If we get to one where I see differently, we'll, we'll patch it out on Thursday or Friday when we're all together. Great. That's my disclaimer. Um, Bill's probably one of the two that didn't vote. Almost he's so angry about last year. But I'm certain Bill will have a lot of opinions about the results at the draft. Probably additional things to add to the ballot after the fact. Certainly, so certainly things. Good. Yeah, and then, yep, it'll be great. That'll be a, a wonderful constitutional issue we'll get to deal with at the time. Talking about traditions, for, at least for consistent. That is true. Bill raising a stink about rules that literally just popped into his head the day of um, <laughs> and making it of the utmost importance is certainly his contribution to the league. Yeah, can't even imagine how bad it'll be after a playoff mess. Oh, man, I can't either. What, what a storyline that is. All right, so our first ballot item was to remove the kicker position from the lineup. 
an interesting one in my mind, um, but it failed overwhelmingly, seven to three. Man, was I Mount Bennett? Do you have the results of league owner by by I league don't owner? Because I I made the mistake again of making this anonymous, so. Okay. Moving forward, I think we'll be putting names on this stuff. Yeah, we. I would say I. I actually think I can't remember, but I'm like eighty five percent sure that I actually voted in the affirmative for removing kicker. I and I was certainly one of the folks who was most against it early on. Uh, but Ger- so, so I think what I'm really into is removing because wasn't that one where it was kind of like a you did a great job organizing the survey by the way. Wasn't that the one where it was like a treed approach? So it's like, if you said remove the kicker, would you want to add another flex spot? Wasn't that how that question was framed? Yeah, great point. So the next two questions were, if you voted yes, would you replace it with a second quarterback or with a true flex? Yes. And I think, I don't remember, I just distinctly remember thinking, oh, I def- I don't remember if I did second quarterback or true flex, but I distinctly remember at like I like the idea of adding one more like area of analysis on a fantasy roster that has more skill involved than just like getting lucky with a kicker. So I actually think I was on the three side of that one. Um, I'm sure that's an issue that's not going to die. I would imagine. I, I think it'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I still don't understand it. So if somebody wants to put together a well-organized presentation for the group, that'd be great. Hey, Amen. Um, so we'll jump to number four, which was independent of what we just talked about. The tree option was to add the true flex regardless, right? So the true flex covers your running back, wide receiver, tight end. Any of those three can be played yep. in the true flex. Um, and we will be adding the true flex this year. Wow. This is a Bill seven, Stevenson. Seven three. Congrats, Bill. I know he's been pushing this one, uh, for quite a while. Also one I definitely voted for in the affirmative. Um, it's not... It Honestly, I don't think it's that big a deal, ultimately. But I distinctly remember last year having Mark Andrews and George Kittle and thinking, like, man, I'd much rather play one of these, both of these guys, than my flex spot at the time. So, like, when it's a pain in the ass, it actually is a pain in the ass. And there's really no reason it shouldn't be, I don't think, you know? Yeah, I like it. I, I've played in leagues with it, so it's, like you said, it makes a difference in situational instances, yeah. I think, but um, it, it'll be good. I don't see any huge negative there. Yeah, the only thing I could see is perhaps this might increase the the only impact I could see this off the top is that perhaps more second tight ends are drafted, which I think will be kind of an interesting mm-hmm. caveat. Uh because I feel like there's a lot of guys in rounds like 10 or like 11 to 14 that are like, you know, kind of like your Blake Jarwins. You're kind of these guys, maybe your Hayden Hursts, uh, these guys who are like, what's what's the read on them? You know, is it worth taking a flyer, uh, getting lucky, maybe having a trade option? Now you can play them. Uh, if you can't, you have a, you can play them anyway. Uh, should m- Might have some impact in the draft. We'll see. Yeah, I like it. Um, our tiebreak rules were approved, so just to reiterate what the tiebreak is, um, overall record first, points four second, how many points you've scored, um, and third is your head-to-head against opponents you are tied with, if it comes down to that. 
Great. So okay. I know that this has been controversial. We have it on paper. We have approved it, except for two idiots <laughs> that, that somehow thought that was wrong. Um, another reason why we need names on this thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel comfortable with the type of rules. Hopefully everyone else agrees. Agreed. You know, every democracy, I mean, there was the Farmer's Rebellion when America started off. You know, there's always issues in early yep. democracies are hard. We have our bad boys. They are, they are out there. And so, you know, we, what you do is you, you can't change the past, but you, you, you optimize for the future, you know? I hear you. Um, so this one's close. This is a six to four in favor of reducing the playoff teams from eight to six. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, yes, it, right, I, I want to get a – so I'm going to make an executive call on this one because it's so close to do a full reboot when we're all in person. Yeah, I think that's a great um, call. Wait. Because I want the comprehensive 12 people voting. So as of right now, 6-4 to four in favor of going from 8 to 6 playoff teams. Wow, what a bomb drop here at the end. So, yeah, this one was huge. I forgot that this was in here. Sorry. Um <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so I voted against this. I don't know where you I go. certainly did as well. I, I I just think eight feels right for some reason. I'm sure we can get down to the Wow. I cannot believe for, for two people. I cannot believe that passed. Wow. I didn't realize I feel like this is I feel like, you know, I have a pretty good pulse on like league opinion. And I'm stunned to hear that this is like the at least in this initial recount is six to four, or initial. Yeah, I'm shocked by this one too. I, also, something we need to better track is where these originate from. I, I don't remember who brought this one to the table. I don't either. Uh, I'm sure. Actually, I, I feel like this is probably Gert since he got upset. Yeah. I upset him in the eight but, seed last year. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I mean, it's dicey, right? I mean, think about last year when we came down to the last couple of weeks and how close things were, right? Yeah, but I just people feel, already got screwed at eight teams. Yeah, I Sorry. feel like it bring it brings up so much more drama and intrigue to have eight. You know, I I, I think so too. I, I, you could argue that either way, probably. But I feel like we've. Yeah, and I don't remember if this was even a league rule, but I would much rather keep eight and just do a better job of rewarding the one and two seeds than because ultimately I think that that's what this rule is trying to accomplish is just rewarding regular season performance and that if you can't be in the top fifty percent of the league, you probably shouldn't go to the playoffs. Um, but I don't know. It's just like I there's something. I mean, the Cinderella story. You're you're cutting. I mean, if that's the, yeah, wow, man, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, I will make a note that we're going to rehash this prior to drafting. Yes, please do. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, next up is auction style draft. I know you're a proponent of this. I am. I'm sure. Was I the only yes vote for this one? There, there are two yes votes. Okay. So you got you got somebody on your team. I think that's Ian Imhoff. Um, I had to guess. I know he's on my wavelength on this one. I'm not against it, but you know. It's tough. It so, takes a lot of preparation and, yeah, uh, you know, education I, on drafting that we still struggle with. Sometimes. The one thing, I'm still on the auction draft. The one thing I do, I've heard this critique, and I, I think it's a fair one. 
it is long. It is a long, it is like, if you think that the normal snake draft is long, an auction draft is longer. I mean, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's multi, you know, like, our, what's our usual draft? Like three-ish hours, three, four hours, right? Yeah, somewhere in that range. So I, and I, and you know, I think very confident that an auction takes a little bit, would probably take four to five, but, uh, so I get people's apprehension, um, I'm still working on that, but that doesn't shock me. Eight to two. We can move on. Keep pushing. Hey, man, I always will. Always whip those votes uh, up, right, Pez? Next up with a eight to two passage is zero dollar waiver bids. No! You? No! What is going on right now? I'm sorry. I just clipped some off. That audio is going to be... That audio is going to be tough. I shouldn't have done that. I just screamed right into the mic. But, wow. No. What? Yeah. Man. I don't know. I... So, it could get out of control. That's that's the biggest downside, right? Yeah. I, man, I do not feel good. This feels like we're putting the kitty tr- training wheels back on for owners who don't know about financial <laughs> management. This is This feels like, this feels like the... Like we, we I don't know how to manage money and I if I have zero dollars I still want to be able to do stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's a participation trophy at the weeks fourteen through sixteen. Man, I do not I I mean I mean this is a democracy. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That is a... It's gonna be interesting and we should talk about etiquette. Yeah, how so here's here's like a, a speaking of etiquette. So if we both bed zero dollars on someone, who wins that bid? Does it just go blank? No one gets him. I gotta do some research on how that gets handled, but um, yeah, it's a good point. What's it go to the standings, maybe? Yeah, I have no clue how. Like, cause I'm thinking, I like, wonder a... if I can set that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, cause I'm thinking like a bad actor like myself could just put out a bunch of $0 bids, you know, just as a way to, like, either block out or if I get them, I get them, you know, to kind of not let – you know, I'm thinking more in the playoffs if it's, like, me and, you know, interesting. Yeah, we're going to have to t- – we will have to – if that – I mean, clearly it passed, but we will have to talk around how we want to adjust for two people betting $0 on the same person. Yeah, I'll do a little research, but um, hopefully it's – accounted for and we don't have to play waiver police yeah that that is not a fun job to play waiver it's police. not a role that i want no no one enjoys that role uh okay all right um a couple more left here so we've got the week 17 competition i think what joe started that a couple years ago yeah i think he, last year yeah, was the last first year. run um so it's split five to five i'm inclined to take a year off from that on the off chance that something would happen down the stretch in the NFL season. Ooh. I don't know what your thoughts are there. That's a great point. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that, but I completely... It does seem... I mean, yeah, the NFL season getting to Week 17 is, is by no means a guarantee. Uh, uh, just because we put extra money in for that last year, so I would rather just can it, I think, yeah. and see what happens because... You know, if we already have to adjust late in the season, I, I don't want to have to worry about two things. And, That's such you know, a good worst, point. Worst comes to worst, we just give people money back. But. 
Yeah, I, that's such a good point. Yeah, I feel like you're definitely trying to do a little too much given the uncertainty we're headed into this season with. So, so already split five five there. Um, I think we'll probably just make a call on that one. Um, the last, oh, no, two more, three more. Um, keepers add an elementary keeper structure to the league. I have been on this one. Uh, Chris Gertz was on this one with me a little bit. And the results were shocking to me because it was 6-4 in favor of <gasps> some, some form of keepers. And, and when I said elementary, I meant in the simplest fashion possible. So we'll have to, A, have, in fairness of the other one we talked about, we'll reboot in San Diego. And then we'll understand what that looks like if it truly does pass Wow! So you were a little, you a little gasp over there. I am. I uh, I think I also did vote for the keeper. Maybe we had some like secret keepers fans in here. I uh, I, I was shocked that there was six people that said yes because it got shit on every time it got brought up. Like, so. yeah, I'm, this is interesting. I um, so if in Bennett, how I understand keeper is that. So if I, so for example, like I drafted Aaron Jones in the start of the fourth round last year. So if I chose him to be my keeper, that means that I, how does it, or how does it work? Like I get another, like, isn't, or is it, cause I, isn't there like an advantage to picking your keeper in the later rounds as opposed to like a guy you drafted in an earlier round? I think that's one way to do it. And I want, I, I had talked to Chris Gertz about this a, a while ago, and he's got a couple good scenarios that I'd like us to talk through if it truly we're going to do it. But yes, that's one scenario, right? It's based on when you drafted that person and it affects your next year draft, right? Yeah. I think that's what you were headed towards. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, so Sonny's husband, Pete, does a, they do a keeper, and it worked in some fashion where like, it's better like he got CMC kind of late, so now he gets him. Yeah, I can't remember exactly yeah, you get how. Yeah, in, in a certain round next year, right? Yes, I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, you get him in that round. So yeah, yeah. So like you, so it's a sense that's exactly what it is. You get him in that round. So, <clears throat> you know, and, and like in that case, I would just get, so Aaron Jones is going in like the top of the second, early first or late at first. I would get him at the start of the fourth. So that's, you know, I essentially arbitrage like a full round and a half because I had, okay, that makes total sense. Yep. Yeah. And I think if we're doing it, I, I like, I like it that way rather than saying you get one keeper and we shorten the draft by a round. Right? I agree. I think, cause I think that adds another level of strategy of like, Hmm, like if I got someone in a later round, like last year who, you know, if I got someone in the eleventh round who's going in the fifth round, like a, like your quarterback, you know, like right. he, like Kyler Murray, if you picked him up last year, it's like fuck, I get Kyler Murray, he's going in the fifth, I get to keep him, I'll take him in the eleventh. Now, you know, that's a huge, huge change, you know. Or do you want to try and like lock in a first rounder, you know, like what right. ma- what value matters? I think that's how I would like to do it as well, but we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So we'll um, we'll rehash that along with the the. Uh playoff teams later this week um last two things were temporary changes so we 
Everybody except one person agreed to the two temporary IR spots for this year in case of COVID issues. Um, we'll have to talk about that. I think we should probably say you should only use those for um, COVID-related things since we're adding them for that reason. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, this one, so I was against this one at first, and I thought about it more deeply and thought that's, I shouldn't be against it, especially, I do think we should only designate it for uh, COVID-related injuries. Um, The one thing I think gets a little sticky is I think if your two folks that you designate for your COVID-related stuff, I don't think you should be able to flip-flop who you want your... You have to, like, these are my COVID people and they're my COVID people all the way through no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, like, I don't think you can use the... Like, I don't think you can flip out people from your subs into your COVID spots and vice versa. Um, Uh, Yeah, you will definitely have to talk through it. You lost me on that one, though. It's complicated. Well, because my concern is that, like, I don't want it to just be essentially, like... Because if you only <clears throat> if you only designate it for covid related injuries but you can move those people into into your subs like that you can just use normally or you can move them back into your covid spot they are functionally two extra roster spots you know yeah yeah you're right so yeah there'll have to be some extra monitoring around these things right? yeah. because if if your quarterback tests positive and he's out for two weeks, he should sit in your IR for two weeks and then come back into your regular lineup. Right? Yes, exactly. And, and that should be the end of that transaction. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel so, like there could be some real chicanery going on. I'm, I'm just thinking, Bill, there just feels like something slimy Bill could do in here. Uh, I really think uh, we need to protect ourselves against that. I agree. That's the reason we have an auction waiver wire now. Man, that is such a... <laughs> we have so, some yeah, chunky we're, topics we're opening here. us up to another bill issue. Man, we've got some real decisions to make this draft weekend. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it'll go... I think, I'm sure it'll be efficient. Everyone will listen respectfully. Everybody will sit around at the table and It'll be very structured. Oh, certainly. It'll be, everyone will like, will pause and say thank you for your concern. And it'll be, I mean, I'm sure we'll be intoxicated or no, uh, anything. No, I'm sure we'll have that wrapped up 10 minutes and just be really happy. Well, I'm sure we'll be really happy and grateful for one another and we'll not leave pissed and angry and muttering. So that'll be great. That'll be a delightful time. Good, Good way to start the trip. Great. Um, that really rounds it out. The last one was just so everybody would agree that if we did have to shorten the fantasy season, I'd have it in writing and nobody complains. Great. So everybody said, yes, I'm okay with that. Should it happen to the NFL? Man, that what a work. Now, the one thing we do need to decide on, though, right, Bennett, is that so, like, and, you know, so, like, if the league, if the league is like, hey, we're cutting the season to 13 games, 12 games, would that mean then we essentially just take the top eight or top six at that exact moment and move them to the playoffs? That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Yeah, so I don't know how else it would be. Yeah. 
I don't know if we would adjust the playoff. Yeah, or we'd only take, you know, because I guess my concern is, do, do we think there's a world where they tell us in week 10 that the season's ending in week 11? You know, so now it's like we're in this world, you know. Screwed. Yeah, so I don't know. That'll be interesting. Definitely something. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting for sure. But I guess in that case, we just find a way to play a championship game in week 11, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not pretty for this Man. This, le- this is going to be a oh, wild boy. year. Holy shit. Even Tom might win a title this year. Holy hell. Oh, God. Help us. I really, if, if, I, if I was not winning a title this year, I would love Tom to win in a COVID season. Just it would just be the best. Just a slimy, slimy title that he can bring up. Oh, it would just warm my heart to see that happen. The ultimate no, troll zone. It, it might be that equates you winning a third in a row. Disgust. Wow. You probably need to respectfully just take a step back for sanity of the league. <laughs> Come on. Man, Bennett, that's a quite a rule change. We so. Are we then, I guess something we can talk about here, we're obviously, you know, just two guys shooting the shit, nothing's finalized here, but are we leaning towards Friday morning draft? I know, I don't believe everyone's, I don't believe everyone's going to be here Friday, Thursday night, right? Dan, I think, is coming in Friday, is that right? Yeah, so I know Dan's not in for Friday morning, so we're probably looking at Saturday morning. Okay. Which... It's a little dicey, but we'll make it work. Yep. I mean, hey, people just gotta stay. You just gotta stay still. Stay hydrated. Amen. It's it, it gets it's gonna get it's we're gonna be out in the sun all day. You gotta stay hydrated. Well, um, so that's kind of where my head was at. We'll we'll say Saturday morning unless something changes um, once we're out there. But, okay, and we still think the rule uh, the rule change discussion will also take place. Uh, I think it needs to take place that morning before the draft so okay great got, got a nice little itinerary lined up for you here alec we'll get it in your hands great love love to, love by, to review uh, that by thursday wonderful um well great well dang that is those got some great topics thank you for organizing that commission that is uh really exciting stuff yeah i'm glad we went through that there's a couple eye openers there that uh we uh would have been surprised with had i saved that for thursday yeah um well great stuff well pete speaking of exciting stuff uh bennett i i have one little just like surprise topic um that's not even i'm not even gonna be asking questions just gonna be a little surprise we can bounce ideas off each other but before we get into that just just a question how you feeling about the steelers what's your read on them Uh, yeah let's talk about the afc north man what a division I'm a little fired up right now. We'll, we'll talk about the Steelers in a minute because I think the Steelers are going to be much, much improved. Right? There's no question. They about couldn't that. be last worse. Year was, last year was <laughs> Duck Hodges still, was so bad. Somehow still went eight and eight. So and that's the truth. We'll talk about coaching in the AFC North. That's all you need to know. They're very impressive. Mike Tomlin really. That is that might be his most impressive work he's ever done. So. All the reports are that Ben looks the best he has in years. Yada yada. He's finally throwing the ball. He comes back from this god awful elbow injury, which equates to Tommy John, right? Yep. And some 
facetious idiot gets on ESPN the other morning and says that Ben's the fourth best quarterback in the NFC North, and I just can't, I can't stomach that. And then you got Gertz putting this shit about Joe Burrow and the group me, and it just upsets me a little bit. So I think that's just where my head's at with the NFC North. A little upset, but Dude, do you know Lamar? Lamar Jackson's an unreal athlete. We'll give them that, but. Outside of that, there's no reason to put Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow above Ben Roethlisberger right now based on output and talent, right? Yeah, I mean, that's staggering. I don't even know. Do you know the analyst who it was? That feels like like a it Shannon was, uh, Sharp take, but he's on Fox. It's one of the front office guys that said it. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum. Oh, wow. That's a good Yep. Uh... Yeah, I mean that that feels definitely like you're just kind of searching for a take, you know. Um, no shit. And you just know something, you know. You, I feel like the Steelers—they're like a franchise. They're kind of similar to like the the Cowboys or like if you're if you're if you want to or like the Packers. Like the Steelers have a rabid fan base, so if you have a take centered on disrespecting, you know you're going to get people fired up, you know. Absolutely. Um. But that's played by ESPN, maybe. I um, think uh, Baker Mayfield looks like. I mean, I've. I mean, again, I watched so much Baker Mayfield um, last year because of Odell, and he. I am. It wouldn't surprise me if he's a backup in two years and out of the league. I do. He just. He's got it. His mechanics, man. He's seeing ghosts like you would not. He he wants to get out of the. He he does not look comfortable in the pocket. He's not accurate, which, like, he has to... When you're an undersized quarterback, you have to be accurate. He was not accurate. He's scared in the pocket. Like, again, I mean, Freddie Kitchens, like, is... Yeah. You can't do that much with him. But, so, I, I'm a little more optimistic that if... And it's a huge if, right? If Cleveland puts all the pieces they have together, like, they're ridiculously talented, I think. They got a great squad. That they could make a run in the division so but you're you're spot on with baker and he's part of that if right yeah <clears throat> and and then you have joe Bur- like i just don't even understand how you can pick joe like great great college quarterback. i just don't think that you could ever in good conscience pick a rookie quarterback over a two-time super bowl quarterback right. he's gonna Let's see see how the kid plays first i mean it's just insane and not to mention there's no preseason. So the first time he sees an NFL defense is going to be his first NFL game. That's right. fucking insane to expect him to be even above average. If you even get... Like, last last yeah. time I checked, there's not much around Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, is there? Uh, I mean, they have some good skill positions. Yeah, their offensive line is, I think, bottom 10 in the NFL. I mean, it's better. Their first-round pick, who was injured last year, is coming back. Um. So it's better than it was last year. But, I mean, I still think it's a bottom 10 offensive line. And, you know, I think it's just going to be hard. Um, it's just going to be hard, I think, when you have, uh, you know, not a great offensive line. You, st- I think Zach Taylor's a good coach, but he's still going to have his learning pains. Like, I just, yeah, I you know, the Bengals will be a fun team. I, I expect a very similar Bengals campaign to what the Cardinals were last year. They'll be in a lot of games. There'll be flashes of so. billions from Joe Burrow looking at six and ten, you know, five and five and five and eleven, you know. Hey. Can't wait for 
Gertz to tell us otherwise. <laughs> I think Gertz would be pretty reasonable about it. I don't think he has any. He's like he loves the Bengals, but he's usually a pretty reasonable person when it comes to fandom. I feel. Um, but anyway, okay. uh, anything else about the Steelers before you wanted to air that grievance? Sorry, no, I went off on a little soapbox there, but I am excited as long as the season goes off without a hitch to just be watching football again and to see a good Steelers team take the field this year. Yeah. I think they're, they're gonna, they have like the fastest defense since Mike Tomlin's been there, so I'm excited on the defensive side. Wow, of that's that's a real anything. Bill Stevenson take, just all about the speed, baby. Coach, coach we'll talk it up in a few days. Um, yeah, great squad, I'm... Uh, I mean, I mean, the AFC North, I, this year, that is just going to be an absolutely wild division, though. Um, I think it'll be fun to watch, because I, I think Baltimore is a shoe-in if they stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but... Same thing with Pittsburgh, so it should be fun. Amen. Well, Greg, any any other NFL uh, or fantasy-related thoughts you had before we go into the little uh, little special topic I have in mind? Said, I got a lot of preparation to do on a lot of fronts, Alec. So if you got any tips, you can throw my way. Let's. Uh, hey. I'm trying to stay out of the punishment realm. Hey, it's, it's, not, it's not good. That is not. Yeah, the punishment. Uh, ben and, and I were lucky enough to hear some rumors, just rumors at this point. But uh, wow, I, I would not want to be finishing last. Let me tell you. Love you, Fez. Sorry. Um, but uh, so. My I have a countdown from five to one of draft day slash fantasy storylines to watch heading into this season. I like that. So we'll, we're counting up five to one. Uh, number five is the the the, the storyline I'm watching the most is I'm on the is there going to be an Alex Gertz fantasy football championship? You know. I You're think, questioning it. Well, I just is that that's something your, I'm gonna be. Think it's this year. I'm just gonna be monitoring it. This is a guy who I honestly I think his last year team was better than the Peyton Man things. Honestly, uh, I I think so. Gert, I, courtesy of Bill, who just got reamed over that trade, which kind of just slept through the rug. But I will never forget how much Bill got reamed on that trade. Um, God, that was a bad trade. It was uh. He gave up David Montgomery, Julio Jones, and Zach Ertz for fucking... I can't even remember. It was a bad trade. Um, it was a, an amazing squad. And then he had the Peyton Man things here. G- a guy that's been knocking at the door. Can he go over the hump this year? Is it possible? Or is it just going to be... Is he going to be kind of like the Cleveland Indians? You know? Who knows, man? Maybe he'll make the appearance this year. When's the last time he appeared in the championship game? I actually don't think he ever has. Yikes. Yikes Sorry. is right. Yikes <laughs> is right. Uh, I've even been there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Who did you play in the finals, Bill? Joey beat me his championship year. Man. Wow. I totally... What that, a, that one hurts a little bit. Damn. Yeah, those... That, that... Well, who was on that squad of yours? Oh, that's a good question. What year did Joe win? 20... Wasn't that the 2016 year? 2016. See if I'm, I got it. Yeah, because that was a, that was Joey had a really strong team. I think Joey's team was actually really strong that year too. That was like two pretty strong teams meeting up. I yeah, Joe blew me. Joe beat me by thirty something. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Rogers. <laughs> Jordy Nelson. Oh my God. All right, we're going to move on. Wow. How the hell did I make it? I was 7 and 7. <laughs> That is amazing. Frank Gore, Jacquez Rogers. Holy Sounds shit. Sounds like my team last year. For <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but I'll be watching that. I. Uh, it's definitely, he definitely, if, if, if it was just a matter of who wants it the most, Gertz would be right up there. So let's see if that, if that desire translates to a uh, fantasy football championship. All eyes on that for sure. That's a good one. Uh, number four for me is a draft day, draft weekend related topic. Just a storyline I'm watching. Who will get in a, the most sunburned at this trip? If I was laying odds, Tom would probably be a minus 275. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom's up there, but so is Imhoff, right? Imhoff is, but the thing about Imhoff is he is, like, vigilant about it. You know, like the thing is, you need someone who's going to get like, he's so vigilant that he'll get burned, but he will never have a catastrophic burn. Like he will not have the like, I can't move like I have sun poisoning type burn. Not that I'm hoping that for anyone, but he'll get a little pink. But I'm curious if anyone's really going to fuck a weekend up. I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, but I'm curious. I hope if... not because that's miserable. Oh, yeah. You had one, didn't you? Uh, yeah years ago yeah yeah no no more of that yeah so everyone bring some sunscreen uh be safe out there because that san diego heat is no joke and yeah if if we're out there who's the quiet underdog there you know that's a good question i early on if this was you know a couple years ago my dark horse would have been fez but i think those years are behind him now so i think so Honestly, and I'm not just saying that I am. I'm bringing this topic up as a way to reinforce it to not be me, because uh, I have I've never had one before, and I'm not great with sunscreen. And you know, I could just see myself getting a little drunk, having fun. A few too many drinks that morning. Absolutely, I'm gonna have a nice little Yeti filled with vodka water, and you know, I oh, put. Yeah. I put that down, and then it's like, oh boy, it's I've been out here for seven hours with no sunscreen. This feels right. Yeah, and uh, that's how that's how trips get ruined. So, uh, you know, just stay safe out there. I would put me as a dark horse, um, but I'd also anyone else. I'd, there's no one that really comes to mind. Is there someone that comes to mind for you? No, I was trying to think. Like nobody, nobody screwed up too bad when we were. Even last year, right? I could see if I had to put another one, it would be Tom, just because he he does ha- he has set the precedent before. He has a history. Oh yeah, Tiger Stripe Tom. <laughs> Tiger Stripe Tom, and don't forget weird butterfly tat Tom. Remember that one in Daytona? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was bizarre. <laughs> that was so weird. Oh shit! Tom, uh, start putting sunscreen on now. Yeah, seriously, let that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so there we go. That's number four. Uh, number three, back to a storyline I'm watching for fantasy football. I am interested to see what how Bill Stevenson responds. That's storyline number three for me. Me too. Uh, a truly heartbreaking... It had to happen to someone. Sucks that it happened to Bill. 
how is he going to respond? You know, champion. Uh, what does he have the heart of a champion? Can he realign the squad, or is this where things really start falling off the rails? I think he can do it. I agree. But is he, you know, hopefully, Bill, via this, you know, quiet period you've instilled on yourself, you've mentally recharged. So um, I, I'm anxious to see what you come out with this year. I agree. That's my message to Bill. Yep. I hope that you're taking your time, finding your inner peace, uh, and and come into the season with clear eyes and a full heart. Yep. Uh, so we'll see number three. Number two. For fantasy football storyline I'm watching the most is what is going to I think what is the COVID impact going to be uh, is what I'm really interested in so Ben let me let me run you if I told you that your 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 team like you would only have one player left from your originally drafted draft day roster and that would be true for three teams would that totally shock you kind of shock you or be like yeah that's i think what's gonna happen i want to say not shock or kind of shocked okay but at least in the current state right but i wouldn't be surprised if it did happen yeah I just there's so much uncertainty right now. It's crazy. There is, and it'll be right, because we're not going to know for another, you know, probably until week three if it's affected anybody through those first couple weeks. It's a right? great point. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm most anxious to see is how teams react or not react, but you know what happens to teams through that first couple weeks. Yeah, you know, once once they start traveling and things like that. I feel yeah. I mean, it, it can be a real. It will be just fascinating to watch, like like you said, the how like in week three when you start getting the positive tests and who goes down and you know inevitably there's gonna be one team owner who just gets absolutely devastated, decimated by it. How he responds. Um, there's gonna be some real wizardry going on here for some owners on keeping the the boat afloat. You know. Yeah, that's gonna be a challenge. So, put on your manager caps this year, fellas. Yeah, it's going to be a real real test, real battle of wills this, this round. Oh, in number one, I don't think it's going to shop anyone. Uh, got it. It's just the one. Can I go for three for the 3P? The last dance. Uh, I already said my two cents on this. This Take is... Step back. You know, I'm going to... I know that I'm not going to be able to make any trades... So I have to draft well. I can tell you I've been putting in the hours, doing the mock drafts, and all I can just go in is as is, is, uh, confident as possible, and good Lord willing, I come out with a team that I like, you know? So none of the criticism has gone to your head? I mean, I, I would be lying if I didn't say I'm a little rattled about my last year's performance in the draft. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely... That was rough. I mean, I don't think... I've been looking through it. I actually don't think there's a worse one-two draft. I mean, I'm, I'm staring at the records right now, and I just realized that you were six and seven overall. Oh, it was rough. I mean, we put so, something. Yeah, I mean, it, the criticism is heard. I, I, it is totally fair that if I didn't get some opportunistic trades, I, I'm bottoming out. So, um, 
that can't happen. You know, I, I, the most important thing to me is that I, I'm like, I want to be like the Raptors are this year. You know, they're not going to win it all. This is, I mean, they have a chance to win it all. I just want to defend my title admirably. I cannot miss the playoffs. Cannot do it. That is like number one for me. I got to be in there at least giving someone the heebie-jeebies in the first round. Yep. But uh, those are my five. Those are my five topics. Uh, I like those. We will gives s- us a lot to uh, to focus on here. Yeah, to, to revisit. We've got some juicy, juicy storylines, uh, and a lot of you know a lot of fun coming here. Uh, Bennett, is there anything else you wanted to add before I let you go? No, I'm not going to ruin anything. I will be giving my State of the League address on, what, what do we decide, Saturday morning now? Saturday morning. For draft. So, lots of fun activities planned for that morning. Uh, we're going to honor you, unfortunately. We'll honor Fez, and we'll bring Fez right back down. <laughs> um, but, no, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing everybody and to kicking off another fun year here in a couple of days. Yeah, I... Uh... Well said, my man. I cannot wait to see everyone and revel in some fun in the sun in Mission Beach, San Diego. I think it's going to be one for the ages. It's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to uh, another change of scenery. Let's see how long we can keep it up. Amen. Well, hey, my man, it was great talking. Good luck with everything. Fly safe to San Diego. And uh, I'll see you in, a, in a, what, four days. Holy shit, four days. Okay. It's gonna be awesome. It's been awesome, man. Take it easy.